Get to the church, blind! Get to the church, blind! Go! Now! I'm Pete Mitchell, and he's Peyton Jones, and you're listening to Hardcore Church Planning, the companion podcast for the Church Planner Podcast and Church Planner Magazine. Each week, we'll bring you interviews from planners who are in the trenches making it happen right now. These active church planners bear it all, share their successes, their failures, and what they'd wish they'd known when they were first starting out. Listen in to discover how God is working in their church plan. Hey, church planner, this is Pete Mitchell. And this is Peyton Jones. And we are coming to you for a little hardcore church planting, and this is going to be one of our most special episodes. Our guest today is one that almost needs no introduction, except for the vanity that requires we introduce our guest. Mm. Peyton, you're the one that introduces the guest. Well, I would like to uh, interview this guest today. He has his own theme song, which is kind of neat. We don't often have a a guest who has a a, a theme song, but um, this guest is incredibly sexy and handsome. Um, Those don't always go together, but he's both. And I believe he's sexy and handsome. He's also incredibly brilliant. I'm very smart. I believe he's also seen Jedi 17 times. <laughs> you okay, Jose? Hey. I'm your father, Luke. Give in to the dark side of the force, you knob. He saw Jedi 17 times, eh? No doubt. Probably more. And uh, so uh, I'm going to play the theme song, and uh, I'm actually going to sing it, if that's cool. Please do. You're not hardcore if you don't live hardcore. Is that all right? Uh, yeah, so Pete, I guess you got to inter- in- introduce this guest. So our guest today is Peyton Jones of famed Peyton Jones fame. <laughs> <laughs> Ever the self-promoter. Actually, uh, for those of you who are thinking, wow, they couldn't get a guest today. No, that's actually not. Because <laughs> that, that, while that wouldn't be far off. In the past, but that's actually not the reason why uh, we've got Peyton today. Today, the reason why we're interviewing Peyton Jones is because of the release of the Jump School Core Team Training DVD that we've got available for free. And uh, so, Peyton, let's just start us off here with a little bit about yourself. Why don't you tell us how you came to faith <laughs> and how you got started in church planning? All right. Well, first off, I'd like to point out that my theme song was actually from School of Rock, uh, The Legend of the Rent, if you remember the, the the great hit that they won the Battle of the Bands with. You're not hardcore if you don't live hardcore, which, by the way, Pete, as a first-time guest on the show, I would like to point out that that probably should be the theme song for hardcore church planning. I'll take that under consideration. All right. Tell that sexy, handsome, smart guy when he's back, you know, your co-host. That that ought to be the uh, anyways. So uh, a little bit about me. Let's talk. California, about that. stay away from here. Stay away from me now. Don't 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 come in here. Whatever you hear, stay away. John Doe <laughs> has the upper hand. For those of you who don't routinely listen to the Church Planner podcast, <laughs> this is more of what the Church Planner podcast is oh, like. Man. See now now because it's just me and you. That's the danger we run, Pete. <laughs> is it's gonna it's gonna okay. We're gonna be disciplined. I'm going in. You're going to be disciplined. I'm going to be me. Because remember, I'm the secular one. 
Oh, true. I forgot about that. We did settle that on the Church Planner podcast. So you are a truly, purely secular individual and entity who has no value in inputting on spiritual things. Apparently not. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you need to go listen to episode, I believe it's 177 of the Church Planner podcast, because I got ripped a new one by a pastor who was just totally offended that I was a marketer. Yeah, and uh, Pete kind of flames on like Johnny Storm and rants at the Dude, beginning. It's pretty I, cool. I was holding back, too. I just <laughs> I knew I wanted to rip him a new one. <laughs> so anyways, a little bit about me. I was born in Washington, D.C. My uh, family upbringing, I was raised uh, pretty much um, in a religious home, uh, although that was kind of liberal Christianity mixed with... Um, little bit of the occult, and it was kind of a strange uh, house to grow up in, but uh, I had a loving family. I, I loved my family. I still love them. I don't know if they love me, but um, basically, I came to faith. Um, basically, I was sitting in the English class one day and um, came under the conviction of the Holy Spirit reading Christopher Marlowe. We had like a condensed version of that in eighth grade English class. What's up with that? I, I don't and, even know. Uh, you just said a name, but if you don't give me the name of the book, I'm not making yeah, uh, any connection. Uh, Faustus. It's like a piece of, of medieval uh, literature that has a guy who wants uh, all the stuff I wanted, which was money, fame, and fortune. And at the end, he dies in the day. He makes a deal with the devil, and he dies at the end. He goes to hell. And I'm sitting in eighth grade English class. And I want all those things. And, and the Holy Spirit, outside of the influence of a preacher or a church or anything, um, just basically, you know, told me, you're going to hell. And I came under the conviction of, of sin for the first time and at least knowing where I was going. And um, months later, um, I, I had run away from home. Uh, I was living with my dad at that time. Uh <clears throat> Made my way up to him. He only had two rules, and that was get a get a B, which I I didn't keep that rule, and don't get arrested, which my brother didn't keep that rule. And uh, so, anyways, the uh, bottom line was, um, I came back home. Uh, the Lord knew how to catch me while I was falling, and I was getting thrown out of school, uh, suspended left and right. My first few weeks, I I got suspended every week for fighting. Um, I assaulted a teacher. Uh, I was getting ready to get expelled from school, and one of the student teachers uh, who taught PE had been saved and, you know, had been uh, praying for me every morning. And I basically uh, had a chat with him, fake and sick in the nurse's office, asked him, you know, hey, you do that Bible thing. What's up with that? And uh, he told me a little bit about it and, uh, you know, said, I can't talk to you now, but meet me after school. And so I asked him, you know, basically the question, hey, if Jesus, uh, this is how green I was. I did not know the gospel at all. I'm like, hey, so if they killed Jesus on the cross, that means that the bad guys won. I'm like, so what's the deal with that? Why why are you telling me I should believe in Jesus? He lost. And uh, they're like, he goes, well, Peyton, he's coming back. And at that moment, again, a Holy Spirit, like a bullet to the brain, just convicted me. And I knew if he comes back. I'm going to be judged. And uh, I didn't have these thoughts normally. And so there was nowhere that this was coming from other than, and he didn't even say that. But uh, he told me, well, hey, man, you know, he came in peace uh, first time and uh, he he wants to embrace him. So I went, I went to bed that night and I prayed the second time in my life. First time uh, I was on a boat super seasick and I made a deal with God that 
if he would make me not throw up again, I would uh, join a uh, monastery and make fudge for him. But uh, he didn't answer that prayer. So this second prayer, I just said, please don't come back tonight. He did answer that prayer. And, uh, you know, I just said, I'm not ready. And, uh, and I just, over the next few weeks, um, kept talking to him. And I'll never forget the night that I, I feel like I, I came to faith. Um, I was just flooded with the love of God. I could feel it. Mm. And I went to bed that night and I woke up in the morning and I could still feel surrounded by the love of God. And it was real. I mean, I really did have a head on collision with the Holy Spirit and it was fantastic. And I changed, man, not right away, but uh, I started leading my friends to Christ and I was on fire, man. And, and sinning left and right, doing all the wrong stuff, beating people up if they laughed at me. Um, you know, I was, I was a terrible Christian. I, you know, the only part of that story I don't believe is I have a hard time believing that you could beat up anybody. I'm just saying, I've seen you, <laughs> you're kind of pocket size. But, you know, everything else Short I can go Short man with. syndrome, baby. Short man syndrome. Don't underestimate it. I think you need to say, I hit people. Not that I beat them up. I, I just, I don't believe that you won. And then they laughed at me more? Yeah. So, today, you are not just a church planner and not just the co-host of the most popular podcast for church I'm planning. I'm also a client. <laughs> <laughs> You're not just the co-host of the Church Planner podcast, Hardcore Church Planning. The uh, I can't even remember what your official title is for Church Planner Magazine. You're the co-founder, but you're the... I was the senior managing editor once upon a time. Did you give that up? I don't know. <laughs> or did we promote somebody people. to that to keep them? That's usually how we keep employees. Well, we can't actually pay you any money, but we can give you a promotion. You can have my position. I'll just move up. Supreme leader of Church Planner Magazine now, baby. Pizza, oh, pizza. I magazine. can't believe a totally secular company owns Church Planner Magazine. What are they thinking? There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, don't get on my bad side. I'll rip on you forever. <laughs> <laughs> don't go Alaska on me, Pete. I love that line. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> So you're, now you, you work with NAM, you train uh, not just church planners, but you also train the guys who are training church planners. Yeah. So tell us about Jump School, Jump School the DVD, and I'm just going to head this off the pass and tell everyone if you want to get a copy of Jump School Core Team, I can't even talk, Core Team Training Series, you can get that by going to jumpschooltraining.com forward slash cpm i'm sorry forward slash free i gotta get my my own url right so jumpschooltraining.com forward slash free so tell us about it so okay so you know what was really cool about this series is it was years in the making really it it here was a deal when i was over in wales we um saw the start of a church planning movement and what was kind of cool about it was eight two nine hadn't rolled through yet. But when they did, um, they kind of grabbed us and said, hey, you guys are here doing this already. You know, most of our guys turned up to their conference and they said, do you want to partner with us? And so we did. But as we got this influx of guys, all of them would say things like, hey, I got some people want to come with me. But, you know, I, I think I got the makings of a core team. But once I get them, how do I train them? 
Like, how do I get them ready to plant a church? And that's a question that not many people are answering. And it's the most common question we get. Well, one of our church planners was a guy named Andy Tuvey. I mean, we had some crazily, I mean, we had some neat guys in our posse over there. This is in the UK. It's in Wales. And um, like we had a Green Beret. We literally had a Green Beret. We did this thing where we tied guys to a rock and made them uh, rappel off this cliff blindfolded. And he ran down it. Have you ever seen commandos run down the, the, the cliff face forward? Yeah, I've done that too, but I just haven't had a rope. It didn't work out well. I knew you had. And and so anyways, we had neat guys. But one of our guys was Andy Tooby. He's uh, the winner of the pitch competition from Pinewood Studios, which is uh, where Star Wars was filmed. And he won that last year. Well, you know, I, I said to him, hey, Tooby, can, uh, can you make us a film or a series of films that we can use in a small group format? You know, for core teams, like your core team sitting around the TV, you know, they're eating, they're drinking and boom, you, you pop this DVD in or you, you load it up on the Internet and uh, they watch instruction. And then it's a talking point for them so that the church planner can kind of gauge where his team's at. And he can also bring up some difficult things that need to be laid down because I had no problem talking to my core team, but I know some guys, they're, they're a little too nice when they're training the core team. You know, they, they see too many nice things. They want these people to like them and they want these people to come with them. But the, jump school is kind of like when Jesus says, hey, I came to bring a sword. It's going to divide people. What you want with your core team training is kind of like boot camp. It's going to weed some people out. It's going to make some people go home and say, oh, gosh, that's not what I thought it was at all. Because it's going to happen either before the launch or after the launch. And it's better to have it happen before the launch. So uh, Jump School was something we made. It's a seven-part series. It's a video, trains your core team, gives them all the basics that they need to be tough, church-planting core team members and to be ready for the challenges that are going to face them. Boom. And I think um, one of the things that, that I – really like about this is i mean you talk about some guys are a little bit too nice as far as training is concerned and i think a lot of guys one of the things that that you just said that's going to put them off and kind of scare them is you're talking about some of their core team isn't going to stick with them and i think that's going to scare a lot of people because they're yeah. they're planting a church and they're thinking, you know, I've only got five, six, seven, eight, ten, twenty other guys with me. And what do you mean they're not gonna all stick with me? You know, maybe that's not yeah. what I want. Maybe I don't want to challenge them. Maybe I don't want them to think. So let's kind of dig a little bit deeper yeah, on yeah, this yeah. idea. Why do you want to, you know, get rid of some people and and attract other people? Well, the, and this is that's important because church planner, here's the deal. They're gonna leave anyways. They're just going to. And so it's it's better to be strategic about that loss. Um, it's better to make sure that while you're training. So in other words, the video is not going to make people leave. Please don't misunderstand me. What's going to happen is the talking is you raise these issues. For example, you might have someone who comes and says, for example, we've got one uh, episode seven talks about you can't bring your pets to war. That's a mantra that. Um, that, that I developed. In fact, someone just wrote me from the UK who's outside of London and says, I remember when you used to say that. And I say it to my church now all the time. And, you know, it, it, it's just a helpful mantra to remind people we're not here 
to feed your pets. So everyone has their pets. So your person's pet might be Israel. It might be waving banners, um, doing gymnastics during church. And we would always tell people, party. hey, if that doesn't serve to bring people to Jesus, we're not going to do it. Yeah. So those kinds of things need to be laid down so that everybody's on the same page. And, and what will happen is either one of two things. Either you're not all on the same page, which means you've done a crap job of putting a core team together and training them. If they're not on the same page, good luck. So if you're doing your job well and right, you're going to lose people. Kind of like where Jesus or uh, God uh, asked Gideon to go down to the water. And he said, hey, those that uh, are, are drinking, you know, lapping like dogs, send them home. You know, those that bring the, the water up to their mouth, they'll go with you. That, that process always happens. And we actually talk about that in the video, that, that some of those that start off with you won't continue with you. Some of them will come. We had people on our core team that were there and they were there for a time and they were great encouragements. And then they suddenly left out, uh, moved out of the country or they said, you know, I'm going to go back to my sending church. But they were a huge blessing in the time that they're with us. Not always a bad thing when people leave your core team. So why don't you walk them through each of the episodes and tell them what, what's covered in it? Okay, well, cool. Um, each of our episodes. And, and I'm just going to, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt right there and just let everyone know this, the DVD is free, but once you get the DVD, you will also have the opportunity to invest in the study guide. And I, I don't know what it is. I think it's like 15 bucks or just shy of 15 bucks for a study guide. And, and that will actually have questions in there as well as other information that you can walk your core team through. So you can play the DVD. We would encourage everyone to have their own study guide so that way they can read through the material beforehand. And then you guys just come and discuss the, uh, the core team questions. So sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you like that. Why don't you go ahead and walk us through uh, each of the episodes and tell them what's in it. Yeah. Well, let me start off by saying it's it's got a theme. So you're following, it's kind of artsy in the sense that you've got a dramatization and a monologue. So yours truly, Mr. Ugly, is looking at the camera talking to you. But at the same time, you're following a platoon of soldiers that have parachute dropped. The whole thing starts with a guy parachute dropping out of an airplane. And so um, – Video number. So you're going to follow this story where they uh, parachute out of the airplane to the very end. I won't give away what happens, but they got to accomplish this mission. In your case, it's planning a church, but there's parallels all the way throughout. So what we're talking about, there will be a parallel. It will show a guy's taking a house, um, you know, throwing grenades in. And it's well done. I mean, there's I won't even go into it, but there's some awesome stuff in there. It's professional when you watch it. Anyways, my stupid phone. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the Church Planner Podcast, hardcore church planning folks. You know, when we have real guests, it still happens because my phone still rings. <laughs> so here's the deal: the first one is called Focus, and each one has kind of a, a term that that you know goes along with you know something to do with battle. So the first one's about focus, and it really has to do with your motives. Why are you doing this? Your motives are going to be tested, and if they're wrong. Um, it's not to say you can't plan a church, but that's a that's a painful time in the midst of it to get your motives right. It's usually a breaking process. Many of us have been through that in ministry as we're doing ministry, and it's valuable. But if you can get your motives sorted before you plant, you're going to save yourself a lot of pain. And so we really deal with that. Why am I doing this? Because when it gets hard, 
if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you quit. If it gets hard and you're doing it for the right reasons, then you continue on. Second video is called Battle Ready, and it really has to do with the spiritual battle. As soon as you say, I'm going to plant a church, that's like drawing you know, a line with your toe in the sand and poking the enemy in the chest and saying, hey, I dare you to cross that. You're picking a fight with the enemy by planting a church. And we say in that, we say, hey, before this is over, there will be, there will be blood. And so basically what we're talking about is things that end up being liabilities, um, your relationship with your family, your character. We basically tell you, look, this is how you kit up for this battle. Make sure you got everything you need. Hmm. Video number three is about how you gather your core team and uh, how, how, do, how does that happen? How does God play into that? Um, what, what are the ins and outs of a life cycle of a core team? Number four is called mission. And it basically is saying, what is your mission? And can you communicate it with your team? A lot of guys come up, well, we're going to take the city for Jesus. Well, that's great and everything, but you know, that's not really your mission. Why are you there? Um, you're there with 10,000 other churches. Why are, why your church in addition to those other churches? And you need to work that out. Number five is fire. And that is all about the Holy Spirit. Um, I think church planners get real intimate with the Holy Spirit really quick. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize, like every everything I write, you know, from jump school to church zero to the book I'm working on right now with Zondervan, um, there's always going to be a chapter on the Holy Spirit in it, just period. Because, you know, like Jesus said, with, with without me, you can do nothing. Paul said, I, I sow in other waters and other reefs. God alone gives the increase. And then uh, number six is no man's land. And it's basically about taking uh, risk. And, you know, the he who dares wins was the uh, British Pathfinder paratrooper uh, slogan. And that is true uh, in gospel work as well. And then lastly, the last one is rally points. That's our bonus episode. <coughs> Excuse me. That's about sabotage, that the enemy's job is to sabotage. His mission is to sabotage your mission. And often you'll take friendly fire uh, from people on your core team. And again, it just reinforces why your team needs this series so that uh, they don't have their is, mind is that, or eyes on the wrong prize. Is that kind of like, I don't know, the host of a popular church planning podcast and uh, the publisher of the church planning magazine getting friendly fire from another pastor? <laughs> It's just it like, like it. <laughs> <laughs> and those bullets hurt as much as, if not more so, than from someone else. I always think about it this way. Remember that uh, Braveheart scene where, you know, he's been taking kickings from everybody, but it's not until it's Robert the Bruce, man, that he's just demoralized. And so, you know, what we kind of say is we say at the very beginning, you need what's called rally points. That's the title of that episode is what, what are our rally points? What do we... When everything goes to pot here and nothing's like how we planned, which is what Eisenhower said, before the battle, plans are everything. But after the battle, plans fall apart. There are no plans. When the shooting starts, everything falls apart. And that happened on D-Day. And it's going to happen in your church plan. And you got to kind of be able to to form a rally point. Hey, if we get scattered, you know, if we, you know, we land in the wrong jump zone, what are the rally points? How do we find each other and get back together on on point, on task, on mission? 
And so that one is all about getting your team, you know, establishing rally points and knowing how to get back to them. It's kind of like Mike Tyson's quote, uh, everyone has a plan until they get hit. In the face. (laughs) Exactly. Then it goes right out the window. Go for the ears, man. Go for the ears. There you go. So, um, I, you know, I, I think that's great. Why don't you tell everyone why you decided to make it free? Because it cost like 20K. Yeah, it cost about 20 grand to make this thing and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, mostly Pete's sweat. And, and like, and uh, like three years, because you actually look young in the DVD. I did, you know what? People looking at it, I had someone the other day look at it and go, Your beard looked better then. And I'm like, Yeah, because it's wider now. <laughs> I planted in Long Beach since I filmed this. Funny enough, we filmed that in 2012. And uh, it took a long time for him to get on a lot of the. He had to go back the and film an entire separate bit. So I went there in, a, in, the, in the period of one week. We filmed in the coolest locations. We're in bunkers in cliffs overlooking the ocean waiting for like the, the you know, the Axis forces, the Nazis. It's some cool stuff, man. We're in like abandoned mine shafts. We're in, uh, we're in a lot of cool zones where uh, people don't normally film. We got kicked out of a train yard because we're filming on an old train. It was cool stuff, man. And it was cold. In between takes, my nose is running like a faucet at points, and we're shivering. It is just freezing cold. But anyways, it was a lot of fun. It was great to do. But the reason we made it free was because <clears throat> I really wanted church planners to be able to um, get the material into their hands. I believe it's it's one of the number one things holding church planners back. When church planners choke, it's usually at this phase. If they can build a core team and train a core team, they're not going to punk out before the launch. This is the part that intimidates people. They just don't know what to do next. Once they they feel they have their calling. And so this is to kind of kickstart you to get you to the next spot that, that people don't really address. I was a poor missionary. And, uh, you know, for, for 12 years, I was I couldn't afford any of the crap that was out there. Um, and, you know, it was just kind of something that I, I really felt convicted. Like these movies need to just fall into the hands of church planners at no cost. Um, obviously it, it costs to ship them. So you got to front that. Um, but these, these are a gift, man, to, to the body of Christ and a gift to every church planner who's investing his life, investing his family, investing his own finances into his church plant. And this is just my respect and love for you guys out there in doing what you do. So once again, if people want to get a copy of this DVD, where do they go? They go to uh, jumpschooltraining.com forward slash free, and you'll be taken there to get the DVD. You can uh, sign up to get it. You just uh, pay for the shipping, and it's on its way to you. And also, guys, if you'd like, you can get the videos and the study guide in Church Planner Magazine. Uh, you will have to pay for that because that is the study guide, and the study guide is not free, but it does include the videos in the study guide. And so if you've got uh, you know, an iPad or an Android, I would recommend a tablet. I mean, you can read it on your iPhone, but yeah, I would And still. we should tell you about the study guide real quick. That is in. When you order the DVD, you'll be taken through with an option to get the study guide. 
The study guide is really good for your core team. Each each person in your core team could have one of those in their hands. And then um, there's stuff for them to read at home. And then there's discussion questions for them. They can journal about them. They can, they can do them in advance. But you pick those questions to go through as a group. And those are kind of like your, your discussion conversation starters after you've watched the video together. Yeah. So uh, once again, guys, if you'd like to pick that up, you can head on over to jumpschooltraining.com forward slash free. Uh, Peyton, as always, we appreciate you being on here. You have been well trained, my young apprentice. They will be no <laughs> match for you. And, That's true. And in closing, uh, we have a question, Peyton, that uh, we always like to ask on uh, on this particular podcast. In fact, it's the the only thing that most people actually pay attention to <laughs> on hardcore church planting. Only purely secular people, Pete. Apparently. And so the question to you is this, Peyton Jones. If you were to get into a physical fist fight, I'm cringing. <laughs> I've got so many people <laughs> that I could pick for this question. I want to ask if you were to get into a physical fist fight with me, who would win? But that's not even a contest. I know. Like I everyone know. knows that weapon. one. And then I'm like, okay, I'd like to do Kirk Overstreet just because he's like burly and I could just see him taking on anybody for the fun of it. But again, I don't know. I'm not going to go with that one. So I got to go with one that gives you, uh, that, that troubles you inside. Right. Where you're like, I really don't want to fight this person because I have such a huge and deep respect for them. I think I could physically take them. This is what I'm thinking is going through your head. I think I could physically take him, but I respect him so much. I don't even know if I could swing. Yeah. So the question is Peyton, if you were to get into a physical fist fight with Don the Baptist, who would oh. win? Oh, that's hard now. Now I'm in the other chair. I feel what our listeners feel because we do this to them all the time. That's yeah. not that's not nice. I know it's not. Not you what it's done over. I want to be when I grow up. That's the problem. I know. Okay. I, I you know, and here's the thing that you gotta know about me, Pete, is pretty much because I have short man syndrome, I think I could take everybody. Well, it's it's important for you to believe that. I want you to have and, and good it self-esteem. Is, it, it's how you compensate for the short stature. It's it's a mental thing. It's how you get through your day. You're like, I could take him. I could take him. You're kind of like Scrappy-Doo. So, uh, you know, I feel... So you're you know, saying you think you could take me? I think you, Derwin, uh, Hugh Halter, <laughs> Michael Frost, let's just say you guys don't want to meet me in a back alley. <laughs> Right. All you guys. And and if I find someone bigger, some other church planner that's bigger and menacing than all of you, roll them into one and I could still take that guy. I'd love it. But uh, Don the Baptist would be hard because, you know, he is a three, maybe even four time cancer survivor. He's radioactive. I'm convinced that he has a, you know, Terminator T2 1000 endoskeleton. He never stops, never quits, never gives up. I think for Don the Baptist, I would have to probably beat him hard with an iron bar. Um, is this going too dark of a place? No, not at all. I'm just going strictly off the Terminator. Unload Don't make me go Alaska on you. Every rifle I have of every automatic weapon into him, um, I would have to use my superior kung fu moves to him, but he would still be coming. I would have to ride away from him on a choppa. Uh, as Arnold says, and then I would probably have to lure him into a factory, crush him in a machine, and then melt him down 
in molten magma to finally do him over. But I would totally do it. But he would still survive. That's all I'm saying. All all I know is he would come back with a time portal and totally kill my kids and me. I mean, like, that's what he would do. He'd be like, I'm going to stop you from being born. (laughs) So, I, you know, I would I would like to say that to save Skynet, I would. I mean, to uh, not save Skynet, to, to take down Skynet, I would, in fact, engage Don the Baptist and make him pay. Um, but uh, he has time travel on his side. Well, that's always a plus. Well, Peyton, I appreciate you being on this episode of Hardcore Church Planting. And just want to remind everyone, you can get the Jump School DVD, the core team training for free. Head on over to jumpschooltraining.com forward slash free. And you can get it there. Of course, you can also get it in the uh, magazine, Church Planner Magazine, on the iOS devices and on Android. And uh, Arnold, sign us out. Remember, if you are called to church planting, go hardcore or go home. You've been listening to Hardcore Church Planting. Hardcore Church Planting has been brought to you by the Church Planner Podcast and the Church Planner Magazine, which is available in the App Store for both Apple and Android devices. If you like this episode, leave us a positive review. If you didn't like this episode, we'll be happy to give you your money back.